is the Schaefer Baseball Report, an inside look at America's pastime. From Little League all the way to the big leagues. Now here's your host, former Major League infielder Jeff Schaefer. All right, welcome everybody to Schaefer Baseball Report. Bumped it to Friday this week. We go Wednesdays, we go Fridays. We got John, Two Bear Ennis, Andrew One Tool Zyke, Chief, the Chief, Chief Two Bear Ennis. You are Indian. Yep. Do you have like a do you have like a big headdress or something? That's ah, like the right Seminoles. It's like, like the Seminole like Indian Hawaiian skin. Oh, it's a Seminole Indian. Those are generic-y. generic-y Indians. Oh, really? <laughs> get scholarships yeah. though, right? I mean, uh, you, you can get, you get a lot of different things because of your heritage. You can, you can. So, the, are the boys considered? Mm-hmm. So, when you go to get scholarships and stuff like that, yeah. I mean, there's there's uh... our bloodlines are traced through the Choctaw Nation of Oklahoma. Uh, I'm one eighth. Mine, mine is one eighth, and they're one sixteenth. Um, but as far as tracked, right. we, we've tracked it. So that, uh, my great grandma was my grandmother was born on the reservation in Oklahoma. Uh, they moved out in the thirties to California yeah. on the, you know, the, the Okies, yeah. they were the Okies <laughs> going out to uh, California. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're still, uh, they still go back to the jamborees and stuff like that. That they okay. have every year on the one eighth is a lot. I mean, you think about how long, you know, that's, that's a lot of, it's a lot of blood. Yeah, I guess. You guess. I What's guess. the rest of you? What else are you? Junk. 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 You're a mutt after that? Oh, yeah. Well, I I, I mean, Irish. I, there's there's plenty of Irish in there, but yeah. my dad's side is is uh, pretty wide open. So is my, my grandfather's side on my mom's side. Well, so um, high school baseball into the playoffs right now. And Fort Mill played against Bowling Springs last night. Good good club. You know, Bowling Springs got some arms that they had. The, the, the Tristan Smith kid that's going to Clemson that's he's oh, just yeah. a dude he's left-handed pitch right-handed hitter. 90s, yeah, he good. can he can swing it too I mean he's he was player of the year in that conference um but they burnt him uh the other night they had to play two and they lost the first and brought him in the second one and uh, they ended up winning it late game too late inning late inning win um so he didn't get on the bump and their other big arm didn't get on the bump and but the kid that they threw was he was firm he was good he was in his own he did his thing but Fort Mill just came out pounding but I tell you you know, we all know Matthew Curtis. Mm-hmm. Um, holy cow. I mean, really, it was electric last night. Fastball was not just running. It was running and just diving. I mean, he made some people look silly. I don't know how many punch outs he had. Did you see that? I think in the it stats? was 10. 10? I think so. Yeah, and he was he was, he was was electric. It was fun to watch. So he shut them down. Uh, it was a shutout. Everybody contributed. It was amazing. It's one of those games where you go, oh, everybody contributed to make some people feel good. No, everybody contributed. Everybody, everybody took a piece. Either drove in runs, got on base somehow, made good defensive plays. So it was, uh, it was fun to watch. So now we go down to uh, T.L. Hanna. So it is. That was T. an upset too last night. Over With Blythewood, uh, yeah. yeah, over Blythewood. Yeah. But you know, so they got, but everybody still got a chance to run through it. We win one more, then we move on to the states. Which in the beginning of the season, you know, I, you wouldn't put, you wouldn't put big money down on. You know, that was like the the long shot of the Derby. So you don't have to win out this the upper state, or yeah, do you? you do. Oh yeah, yeah and that's it. it. Yeah, okay. so we we do that and uh, and then and then they're in. So it's pretty impressive. It's fun to watch. They, they got a good team. There's good baseball players. There's a lot of CBC kids. Nice starting on that, uh, or or people that have even played for CBC that are you know that would no cross paths. With us. Yeah, the cross paths along the way. So it's uh, it's fun. They got they got some freshmen that are that are contributing big and. You know the seniors are you know carrying the leadership role. It's 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 a good club. It's come together well, and they're fun. They're having a good time in the dugout when they score runs. They're not chirpy at the other team. They're doing it. They're doing it all the right way. But uh, so Andrew, you looking at technology? 
Yeah, we got. So, uh, I'll pull up the article. All right, so we're we're bringing technology in here. We're bringing Yakker in here. I mean, it's it's a big piece of everything. Everywhere everybody goes, they want. So to we're going with. from stopwatches to Yakker. That's we're a big going, jump. That's a that's huge a jump. jump. Yeah, there's no there's no gray matter. We've we've gone over the top. A lot of it has to do with Queens. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to share the uh, share the time and the expense of uh, of putting that in here. Uh, but it's it's a good tool when we start to do you know showcases and you know the all star games and things like that that you know people are coming out here with data because you know it's funny last night uh, Mike McGuire the head coach from USC Upstate was there to watch Curtis because that's where he's going and what a great night for him to come but I was watching the first baseman hold the runner on right so his right foot was against the bag his left foot was outside the foul line Bach right so I walked up to McGuire and I said. Do you see this? What's, you know, is that, he said, no longer. They don't call it anymore. Hmm. So I'm like, am I, am I that old? You, you, know, know, that- you know what they're, they're actually doing in the major leagues? They're not holding the runner from the edge of the bag anymore. They're actually going about a foot in front because it's quicker to get the ball and hit him in the hip. Oh. And they have the luxury of being able to do that because of replay. Like when they do get yeah. them, they can do it on replay. Right. It's kind of hard for the, the you know. I'll part of gauge that. To gauge yeah. when the hand hit versus when it hits. But those guys are sneaking, it, sneaking in about a foot or two feet to, to make the hip tag instead. Okay. So that defensive thing is I, I can agree with. Yeah, that know? makes sense. Some stuff yeah. That, that makes yeah. sense to me. But so, but you know, the technology is, it, it, it's amazing. And we're talking about spin rates, which, you know, I, there's a lot to it that I get. And I think it's valuable. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot to it that's just overkill. So when we went and met with Yacker, remember? Mm-hmm. And he brought out a binder. You know, they're actually, like, Yak will actually track umpires, too. So if you have a certain umpire that calls the ball, pitches in certain zones, they have that data on that umpire. Um, but, you know, we they had they just had crazy information that you don't even process. You know, or you, I mean, you, you, you need a... You know, you need a special individual to sit there and, and decipher it for you. Give well, it to I, you yeah. terms. I, I mean, all all of it is good. Uh, you know, all, all gathering information is right. great, but you can't use all of it. And not all of it is applicable. Uh, and, and, and frankly, you know, you've got to like weed out which guys are the players that you want to be looking at anyways. You right. know, you could just see the, you know, 100 random kids and you're interested in three. Those are the ones you got to figure out the sure. information on. Uh, but yeah, I mean, too, too much information can be too much information, but information, but there's no reason not to gather it. If we have the tools to gather it, gather it, you know, as you get, Throw as you move along you and stuff, keep what you want. Yeah. Or, you know, when it becomes something that you want to focus on, you know, you, you know, you have a you know baseline built up on right. it and stuff, but you know, so I, so often I see, I see, you know, coaches out there, even on the field inside games, they're trying to coach too many different things at one time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of, you gotta, you gotta, especially as in the development phases, you know, you can't have wars going over all over the place or fires all right, over the place. Right. You've got to be a little more strategic with how you decide to go about using that information. What so, is the most overused analytic right now? Velocity. I agree. Yeah. That's, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I mean, too many guys right now, like who was it last night through a shutout, topped at 89. God, I don't remember who it was. Topped 89 through a shutout. Hardest. Uh, this is the hardest pitchers have ever thrown. This is yeah. the first time ever that there's been more breaking of balls and changeups thrown than fastballs. Really? Mm-hmm. So you tell me, how important is the velocity? It's important no so kidding. that you can spin the ball. Right. This way, you know. Guys, yeah. can, guys can catch up to 110 mile an hour fastball if they see it three times. Well, not not everybody should. Well, no I, offense. You know, I, I, <laughs> I cleared out some right some dugouts down the first baseline many times. Like all oh, everybody starts going to the clubhouse when I came to the plate, you know. But you know what, what velocity does do is um, I think velocity allows you to get deeper into the game. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, because you have, you know, you can power people away. Um, I think, you know, there's certain arms out there that are, you know, 90s or whatever that, you know, they're going to second, third time through, you know, you start to you see things better. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you know, if you're throwing hard, then you got to get a gear up for a fastball. And if he's got a good a good differential between that and his breaker ball or his change up, then, you know, that allows. But if it's but if it's too close, then, you know, big hit, big league hitters and a good hitters going to going to time. Them. So what is it? So. You know, what, what are they talking about? Because I've seen, I see catchers wearing earpieces now, mm-hmm. you know. So everybody's concerned about stealing signs. Right. I'll read it. All right. You read it. So, everybody, so everybody's worried about Go ahead. So the electronic device used to transmit pitch signals from the catcher to the pitcher in an effort to curb sign sealing <clears throat> is brand new in Major League Baseball. Um, the pitch comm speaker made his hat fit less comfortably. Catchers were worried hitters might be able to overhear the signals. Um, but with crowd noise, obviously that drowned out the audio, which I'm like, okay, for the Oakland A's, is it going to drown out the audio? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the device potential quickly outweighed his initial concerns. They're talking about Barlow, um, who's pitches with the Texas Rangers. So what are your guys' thoughts on Pitchcom? It's a waste of time. Think so? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. I mean, take take get rid of any of the in the the live feeds inside the tunnel and the dugout. Anything that's live fed, like right. there can't be anything that's live fed. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have to worry about any of the other technology. Now it just goes back to put down fastball away, fastball in. You come up with a sign sequence with a runner on second base. You know, right. you, you spice it up because you know they're going to start. You know, hitters start. You know, guys that are on second base start seeing, okay, they're going first sign after the one or right. whatever it is. Right. You know, they'll start sorting that kind of stuff out. So you keep moving that around. But if if you only need to come up with four or five different sequences and then you go out there and each time you use a different one and there's they, they have no way of telling which one you're using. But if you just get rid of the live feeds anywhere somebody can communicate it to the field, then you, you there's no need for any of that. Right. Well, I, I, I'll take that over looking down at the 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 number stuff and then everybody stops and pulls out their thing and they're looking and then they step back in and they go. Um, so is that, so is that device going directly to the pitcher and the catcher? Um, let's see. It's going, well, I think it's the both. So if it goes to both and the pitcher wants to shake something off, then what happens? Then they got to go, they got to relay another sign. They got to relay another call back in. Mm-hmm. So the guy in the dugout that's, that's calling the pitcher. Right. So, I mean, what I about, know, what about the so. best catchers in the game calling, calling their own games? I, well, I think they can still – the catcher calls yeah, the game, right? Call, well, yeah, the yeah, catcher can call the game. I think too, what he was saying, the, they were worried about them hearing, overhearing, overhearing from behind the plate. So, what are, yeah. so it's coming from the catcher to the pitcher? So no, like, where's it coming ca- from? The catcher has like almost like a built-in speaker right? in, in his helmet. Right. So that's what they're worried about if they can overhear. Okay, so my, my question is, who's calling the game? I think it depends. So if it's coming out right of the right dugout to the catcher, then the catcher – it's got to relay it or both the catcher and the pitcher are getting it at the would, same time. I would assume they get it at the same time. Okay. So the yeah. guy doesn't want to throw that. Because so, they don't want any relay from the catcher. So the now pitcher. the catcher is not the one that starts to go through a quick series of signs. Now somebody from the dugout has to go ahead and voice in again and say, okay, let's right. do this. Let's do that. So he's not shaking off the catcher anymore. He's shaking off the guy in the dugout. Yeah. Basically. You know, technology is being, show, is being sold to people that grew up with technology. You know, so they're all jacked up over it. You know, it's all it's, it's all cool information to them. Um, you know, but but that part is I don't know, man. I, I, you know, it keeps coming back to I'm old. You know, it's just the game is the we know the game the way we knew the game, the game we love the game. 
And well, until until this thing was put in their ear this year, baseball had been doing it the same way for 150 years. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, why yeah. are we? Charts, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why are you changing what's happening on the field and how they how right. the game on the field and how how that kind of thing operates? So I, I don't like, see any reason. What about like pitch it, clocks? Like obviously that's new. That's new too. My I I don't, I don't think you should in, implement it at the major league level. I think Double A down should use pitch clocks. Because the night's nice. Because that. I think if you if you condition those guys to be on a little bit quicker pace, sure. but if you're in a situation in a in a ball game where Vegas is betting on it, you know, I mean, there's millions of dollars trading hands. You know, major league wins are worth about a million dollars a piece, or they were a few years ago. About a million dollars a piece, they're worth. You you can't clock that. You can't put that on a pitch clock. You know, let the game let the game at the major league level play the way it's played for 150 right. years. Condition the athletes at a younger age to understand that you know don't waste your time. You know, but if if you got to step off and you need to go cycle through signs, or if you're if you're at the plate and all of a sudden something else pops in your mind and you want to step out, step out. Kirk Gibson's home run, he would have been called out already because yeah, he stepped he hobbled out. Up. Yep. He stepped out. Yep. He would have been called out. So don't. So I don't like it. Not only the pitch clock, but there's now there's a clock in. I forget what minor. It's in the minor league somewhere where the hitter has to be in the box in a certain period of yeah, time. Yeah, nine and seconds. The kid, and, the, and the kid. That's had, what I was talking about. Nine. They have nine seconds to get into the box, yeah. um, and then it's just an automatic strike. And they struck the guy out. The guy was in the box too. The guy never yeah. left the box, but he wasn't ready to hit, and the, and the umpire had called him on that. But it was like there was no. I mean, the, the game was moving along. There was no, there was no yeah. holdup there. I, yeah. I just. So I mean, the, I, the, I went to the Knights game, I think it was like three weeks ago. They played a nine-inning game in two and a half hours. Sure. Like, I mean, they're, they're moving through the games, I think, a lot quicker. If you, got rid, of, if you got rid of the commercial timeouts yeah. that, that happen in Major League Baseball, you're probably – it's it's going to be a much a much shorter game. Yeah. You know, they, I mean, the, the pitchers don't – like, when there was three outs, the, the pitcher used to go onto the field. When there's three outs now, the pitcher sits in the dugout for another minute before they go out and start their warm-ups because you're sitting there waiting for the guy with the gloves to tell right. you, you know. Well, time. you see what they're doing now. They're having on-screen ads, so it's like playing through. So the game's still playing on the left side, but the ad's still going on the right. So I think that's one way to go about it, which is perfect. I Just go out there. It's you got you know a minute and fifteen seconds. Yeah. You know, if you did that every inning, that's eighteen. That's eighteen minutes, twenty minutes. You cut off if if you if, if you're going to a baseball game, you're not scheduling something after it like oh my god okay this thing needs to go two hours and 15 minutes or i'm gonna miss my meeting right i've never had anxiety about going to a game like i'm gonna go to a game and watch a baseball game wherever it plays out it plays out you know and you so so who who's this based off of is it based off the the fan or is it you know is it them just yeah it's just it's people can't concentrate for long enough yeah the, the fans want the game to be sped up a little bit not the fans in the stadium by the way no 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 viewer viewership it's all it's all viewership now but the, but it's commercials is what you're right. you're it's wasting money. your time yeah, on. It's not the, the actual game part. Follow the money. Yeah. So I mean, you're you're trying to you're trying to change the game for the for the wrong reason. Yeah. That's the wrong reason. Put put your banners up around the game and stuff like that. But cut down the time in between innings. Eight, mm-hmm. You got eight. You got nine switchovers. Eighteen eighteen innings. If you cut a minute off each one of those because you just go on the field when the inning's over, twenty minutes a game right there. Mm-hmm. So you gonna run for uh, commissioner or something? You gonna- oh, I'm too. I'm too. I think I have too much common sense to be the commissioner of baseball. <laughs> this guy's a dumb dumb man. Yeah. No, he's uh, he's, 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 he's not they're like, changing he's the game. Not like changing the all game all the time. They keep trying to find something that they think. I is mean, runner on second base. Like we've if you if you don't win the game in nine innings, you yeah. keep playing the game. Yeah. Now it's a different game after so nine innings. The other part, taking away the uh, the intentional walk. Where I mean, you know, just let the guy pass down. Well, it, it makes the game faster. Sure. 
But, you know, to me, that's, you know, the, how many times you've had to do that? And, you know, all of a sudden, you know, don't throw this away, don't throw this away, don't throw it away. And you know, you've seen him throw to the backstop. You've seen him yep. hung over the plate and the guy slaps yep. it out in the right field. Yeah. Make him do it. Make him play the game. Make him complete the play. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like I'm it. Curmud- I'm hanging out with you, man. It's starting it started to rub off, man. I don't like it at all. I don't like it at all. So I, what I have noticed watching Major League Baseball is I see a lot of hitters this year trying to beat the shift with in with yeah. quality at-bats going the other way, choking up, punching. So Rizzo do it the other night. You know, it's uh, So I see some guys trying to, you know, to actually hone their skills, you know, to take advantage of the situations that are out there on the field for them. Yeah. It's not just, I mean, it's not just about home runs. No. You know, it's not just, get the ball, you get a guy on base, it's a rally. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the start of a rally these days. I, I like it. Yeah, I like doing that. The batting averages are still down, though. Stolen bases yeah. are up a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that that's fun to watch, you know, create, actually trying to manufacture things instead of just waiting for the three-run home run, the guy come up and. Yeah, I watched Tampa Bay the other night. Uh, they won in extras, but you know they were stealing bases. They were moving guys yeah. over. They were doing they were doing the little stuff. They end up winning in extra innings against the, the Angels, and they, it was a lot of little little ball stuff. Yeah, you know, just take what they give you, kind of thing. Angels are playing well. Mm-hmm. Otani's different, isn't he? He's fun to watch. He's different, man. That's that's uh, how many you know you don't. It's it's like you know you know Willie Mays is ninety one years old. Turned ninety one years old yesterday. Mm. Willie Mays ninety one. That's amazing, but. So, you know, those guys, they come along once in a generation, you know, that type of athlete, the two-way athlete. Do you – we see it with the with the, the college guys now, right? A lot of kids come out of high school now. Like the, the Tristan Smith kid, I'll give you a perfect example. The kid can rake, man. He drops tanks. He can run. He's a center fielder. He does everything, but he's dynamite on the, on the mound. So – and he's going to go to Clemson. Does Clemson give this kid a, a chance to be a two-way guy? Got to. Yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, Clemson you know, some of the best drafted. athletes now are ending up on the mound. Oh, who was it? Kotze that was the closer when he won back-to-back Golden Spikes Awards? He was a closer oh, right. for the right, ball right, club, right, too. Right, 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 yep. Um, Yeah, no, I mean, you got to. Think about yeah. it. I mean, you got you only have to give one guy a scholarship. <laughs> That's it. That's true, right? <laughs> you yeah. Get, you get two dynamic yeah. players. But, but guys can manage – guys can manage it. You know, pitch – the pitching side can be managed um, using the DH, especially with the DH implementation mm-hmm. nowadays. If you got guys that can hit, give yeah. them a give them a shot. We saw Tanner Jacobson do it out here. Oh, yeah. um, you know, it's probably the number one on Queens, and uh, about halfway through the season, they stuck him in the lineup, and he started. What he had eight or nine home runs. Yeah, and uh, I think it was like sixty at bat, something yeah. like that. So you know, and I'm seeing that with the All Star game too, because we're trying to that we're putting on here in June. Um, you know, especially the younger guys, mm-hmm. you know, that haven't been kind of pigeonholed into where they're gonna they're gonna go to the next level, or something hasn't jumped, jumped right, right, up yeah, to well, a, yeah, a level where dominated. And uh, you know, getting the request, you know, can I play two ways? So I think at the younger younger age groups, when we get the uh, and that's the the underclass, which is twenty fours and twenty fives. You know, Craddock is an example. You know, uh, Andrew Craddock, good I mean, middle infielder, good middle infielder, big strong body, throws fuzz off the bump. You know, um, you know, those guys are, you know, they're, they're out there. They're out there. They're good athletes. And, you know, it, it, the best athletes can play anywhere on the field. Well, I mean, Stetson missed it with Jacob deGrom. Well, didn't he play? He was the shortstop there. I though, know. That's right? what I'm saying. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's. I don't he, know if they missed it. I bet I, you're just like, wow. Yeah. Is he back? Amazing. I don't know. I feel like he's the, is he, who was the, not the Fidrich, who was the, the Mets uh, April Fool's Day joke in like 86? Sid Finch? Sid Finch. He's like yeah. Sid Finch. Like we've heard of, <laughs> we've heard of DeGrom, but it's been so long since I was, we've seen I, him. I was in, I was in, um, 
instructional league with the Orioles when that article came out. And it, and it was buzzing through there like, oh, my God. And then, you know, then it came out. It was a spoof. That's fantastic. Yeah. He was throwing – he was throwing – what he was throwing his, his – Like uh, 160 mile an in, hour. In work boots. Low three-quarter. Yeah. <laughs> in work boot. And, uh, um, yeah, it's uh, that, that's pretty much uh, – so out here now, so all the younger guys are starting to kick off. All the middle school thing all, – all the middle school that, – that's Amanda. Sorry. I know what I'm doing. Babe, love you. <laughs> What's up, man? And he's yeah. moving out tomorrow. Yeah, and I'm, I'm in the other room already. So um, the middle school is done. High school is close to being done. Pra- you started practicing, Andrew. Yeah, I started practicing last week. Yeah. yeah. And um, and you guys have been on the road. You went down to Savannah. Uh, that was that was just a, a family a reunion family? type thing. Okay. Uh, we went down to – where have we been recently? We went to Pigeon Forge last weekend. Yeah. Did the yeah, Ripken experience out the there. Golf tournament. Yeah, I was sad about that. It was fun. Yeah. yeah we did you guys that. win? Did you guys win the nights? No, we got runner up, runner up. We did too. Yeah. Tied for second. And then Zach. So Zach, no. <laughs> we get, we're, we're tied for second, right? So that when they announce the uh, you know the awards, we get third. Zach goes off his rocker, <laughs> and he wants he, he he wants to know why we're not getting it because yeah, I think the gift card was fifty instead of twenty five. Yeah. Something like that. It so goes to the the handicap holes. Like no, they, he just pulled the wrong. He card. just pulled oh, the wrong card. He? Yeah. Oh, that so Zach's standing there telling Dan, no, man, we should be second. We should be second. I'm like, dude, just shut up. Let's go. Yeah. It was your ringer. But that that was that was a fun tournament. Yeah. And we had we had a great time at our tournament. It was yeah. that was a lot of fun. And we I thought, love those we formats. Some- I love those formats. Yeah. It's fantastic. You don't have to be a great golfer or you no. know, you don't have to be like in you know, in your top form or whatever to go out there and have a good time in those sure. kind of events. Yeah, it was but I I mean there was a lot of kind of too many mulligans, I think, in our. There's a lot of mulligans. So everybody had four mulligans, and oh, so sixteen. So basically, one hole. Yeah, had. move up, move up to the move up tees, and uh, yeah. you know, I mean, it was there's just too much goony stuff. Like, I mean, I, I like the format, I like mm-hmm. to play it, but I like to play it. You know, okay, everybody gets one mulligan. You get four mulligans the round, and yeah, you know, it's uh, then then it works. But we we did well, mm-hmm. we did well. Um, it's it's funny though. You look at our tournament, and we're all excited about you know raising $8,000 for you deserve a chance foundation. And then Levine sponsoring the nights, you know, and and like, we're getting like, like beef, man, you know, like, you know, no, the rolling meatball is phenomenal. People love the rolling meatball. No, it's a, it's a good time. I mean, it's on our scale. It's fantastic. I mean, the Knights are obviously playing in a different league on that kind of thing, but it's all, it's all for good stuff. And everybody has fun. Listen, and we get, we have, we have, we get just as much beer. Oh man. We get a lot more than we, yeah. Thank you, Donnie. You know, yeah, and Bob, uh, Bob yeah. is still doing that. Oh, yeah. They're, they're phenomenal. So many people, even guys that have left the organization, I mean, graduated out and moved on are still involved with our foundation. Yeah. And it's amazing because when we do when we do the golf tournament, we see so many familiar faces mm-hmm. that come out every single year to play it. When we do our gala, you know, we see so many people that come back that, you know, kids have moved on from just playing with us. So it's not just hey, you're in the organization, you know, well, jump out here. Good, and, we have a good time. Man, well, see, that's 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 the key to raising money, if you ask me. Well, what, what was bad this year is we had two thunderstorm delays. Yeah, and you know, every every time during that, everyone's just drinking. Oh boy! Oh so, yeah. So beers went a little thin this year. So had yeah, to we, a couple extra. We had I had I had DJ in my cart, so there was a there was a bottle <laughs> of bourbon in there, and it's uh, careful. You're just sleeping off the the back nine. Oh man, it's you know you got you got to hang around and eat a lot after that, mm-hmm. and drink a bunch of water so you could you know so water. you. You're in a position. Why do you always do that to me? It's, Water. it's funny. <laughs> you you do it every single time you say it. I do do that. I do do that. There's not an R in front of the T. There's not water. 
Yeah, it's funny when I sit down around, you know, I went and saw my mother the other day and we have this conversation. It's, you know, and I hear you, what you guys say to me all the time. Like, oh, that's, that's what I sound like. Uh, yeah, I still remember uh, Mason Belcher. Yeah, his his, uh, his impersonation of you oh, yeah. coming to do room checks on the road trips. <laughs> and stuff. Jeff Schaefer here. Yeah, it, it, everybody. The boys started to, you know, even at home they bust my chops over that. With that. So um, we're we're about ready to roll out with the showcase stuff. There's, I want to I want to talk about camps versus you know showcase events. You know, everybody's like wants to know you're going to be in your tournament. What coaches are you going to have here? What coaches? You know, come on. So, you know, and there'll be certain guys that come to see certain kids, and then you mm-hmm. hope that your kid gets exposure through that. In the past, I don't know that I was a huge fan of going to camps until I start, you know, until you start to do an evaluation. And then you start to figure out, okay, you got to look at your academics, what you want, right? And then, you know, is, is it a fit? Mm-hmm. And that's a tough conversation that you and I have had to have with some people along the way. You know, everybody wants to be a Division One player. Everybody wants to be an SEC, ACC type guy, Power Five guy, mid-major guy. But, you know, the truth of the matter is if you want to play, you got to go where you're going to play. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can't, you know, well, try to get, I'm like, I'm not going to call Clemson for you because you're not that animal. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you can call a number of other different schools and enjoy the experience of being a college baseball player mm-hmm. and not worry about, you know, you're sitting around in the offseason and somebody goes, oh, you're playing in the D3, you're playing in the D2 or, you know, yeah, I'm playing baseball. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of different camps out there, a lot of different camps, and every school seems to run their own camp. One of the better camps, I think, uh, because it, there's a, a variety of D1, couple D2 sprinkled in and D3s, high academic stuff, um, is the camp that I took Dylan and Dave Mosry to last year in Richmond, the Spiders camp. And they'll have 50, 60 colleges there from D1 all the way down. Nice. And it's so, and it's and it's high academic. Swarthmore is there. Mm-hmm. Sawani was there last year. Uh, Christopher Newport's there, the D three level. Um, and then you got Towson. Um, you got VCU. You got Richmond. You got a lot of different, you know, a lot of a lot of different looks, and a couple D two schools. I didn't really recognize too many of them, but you know, there was a number of guys there, and they're all looking at different things according to you know one their needs, but obviously the level of play that they're at. Um, you know, good baseball players are good baseball players. It's just sometimes the athletes are better than the other athletes mm-hmm. in terms of speed and strength and all that other stuff. But they're still good baseball players. They're still, mm-hmm. you know, they're still fundamentally sound. Yeah, so. I mean, you could go out and play. A, you know, you put a D three kid on a, a D one field. He goes and plays defense. He's he, he's going to be okay. Yeah. You know, it's not like all of a sudden different. But you know, you talk about you know you're not going to have that guy throwing ninety eight. No. Or or you know the guy who can hit the ball four hundred fifty feet. No. You know you're, you're going to have you're going to have your you know your guys like Jacob Pankowski right that mm-hmm. just that throw strikes, carves things up, gets you a lot of innings, is going to compete at a certain level. Um, you know, and then, you, then you'll see those guys that D1s are taking that just – we were talking about velocity earlier, that they're, they're all jacked up on, on velo, right? But mm-hmm. the guy can't – you know, he's going to be behind in the count half the time, walk people, put the, put the defense in trouble. And, but they're going to they're gonna like him because he's, you know, he's 6'4", and he's throwing, you know, he's throwing 92 to 95 – there's some big arms out there. There's some big velo numbers out there. Huge right velo now, numbers, and that's why I, say, I, I you know, I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't mean to poo-poo velo, but there's a lot of guys that throw hard. Yeah, there's not a lot of, you know, not all of those guys are pitchers. Right. Not, a, not all of those guys make your team better. Right. You know, you get, you get. Uh, I, I was watching the Tigers yesterday, and their eighth inning guy is throwing 89 to 91. A right-handed guy, Fulmer, but I mean, he mixes right. it up. He's all over the place. He's spinning balls. He's throwing front doors. I'm telling you, that was, breaking that, balls and all that kind of stuff. That was Matthew like, Curtis last night. It yeah. was, I mean, he was, he was, he was climbing over 90 
a lot, but he probably sat 89 to 90, but you know, he probably threw a couple of 92 to 93, but Holy cow, man, his ball was just, it was all over the place. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, so the people ask me, who is, who is the toughest pitcher I've ever faced? And that was Brett Saberhagen when Brett Saberhagen come off, it's came like, up. It's kind of like a Maddox. He, he didn't of, know where it was going. going he would split the dish and just let it take off, you know? And then he, you know, again, if you want to talk about spin rate, I mean, he had a really, same arm action, same, you know, same athleticism when he released the pitch and boom, boom, you know, and change up was the same thing, but he was, that was filthy. And that's what I saw. That's who he reminded me of last night was, was, was Saberhagen because it was just, it was darting mm-hmm. everywhere. And it wasn't just, you know, you sometimes it'll get a little bit low and those guys with arm side run will run flat, mm-hmm. you know, and stay, stay on plane, stay in the zone. This thing was just pow. Wow. I mean, it was just, it was diving down. Oh, the catcher's thumbs just getting oh, destroyed. Oh, yeah, just getting beat, <laughs> just getting crushed, just getting crushed. But so you hope that, and I, and I don't know that the recruiting process allows recruiters to see kids that can pitch as much as they get to see kids that can throw hard. Yeah. Because it's everything's condensed. I'm going to go see this guy one time. Okay, maybe I'll see him two times. Yeah, he hit 90, whatever. Um, they see, or they see, or they see one game. They, you see, know, one they see one game, they get a velocity that, that works for them, and they right. saw the one game. Yeah. Um, and, you know, sometimes that's all it takes for, for, for you to, yeah. you know, be on. T- but, but, you know, you, you just you need a good – if you're a you college coach, you need a really good network of people that are outside of, of you know, your, your institution, your school yeah. to, to get feedback from and, you know, guys that you can trust it, that have seen this that kid. That can go cross-check for you. And, college, you know, yeah. even high school coaches yeah. and stuff like that that you – you can kind of trust or, or, you know, academy coaches, showcase coaches, stuff like that. You, ha- you have to be able to rely on that kind of stuff. Those guys aren't just going to show up at your door. No, there's, that's not, you, would, you would think that that would be a, an easy play, you know, for, for some people. But some people just can't get past the fact that, you know, it's their job and, you know, they're making a decision. They're going to make the final decision. They got to go all the way through that. Because I hate when somebody says, well, I got to see this guy again. I got to see him. I got to see him. I'm like, Listen, man, I've been doing this my whole life. You know, it's not like I'm. You know, some guy that's just running out there going, hey, this kid looked really good. I mean, it's like, you know, I, and I tell a lot of other coaches that if, if if I didn't if I didn't know you like I know you, right, and you called up and said, hey, I did X, Y, and Z. I pitched in the big leagues. You know, I'm working with this kid and that kid. This is what he has. I'm going to. Well, like, okay, man, you know, let's, let's get the information. Let's yeah, get you on. don't have to, you don't have to make the decision based off go, of that. But know. it seems to, I mean, it just seems to me like there would be, um, and I get it from time to time, but there would be more reach out there. there you know, it seems like there should be more reach out. They have no problem talking to you face to face. Like when we kind of, we have our showcases face to face, but like, I know that they're doing stuff all season long and that, you know, we're in a big metropolitan area. We run across a ton of players with USA with, with everything. And it's almost like, it's almost like an ego thing. I think to oh, an extent. I was just going to go there. It's, it's like, they've got to, go they've got to find that, right. that yeah. golden nugget. You yeah. know, they've got to find the, you know, Charlie's magic ticket. Yeah. But it's also on the kids. The kids got to do some research too. They kids got to know what they want to do, kind of going forward. If they have no idea, probably by their junior year, it's like maybe JUCO's a better out to go. Yeah, I just I, I wish more kids would look at the fact of you know what's the academics and right. before yeah, what's the exactly. base the baseball scenario. And I don't you know I mean I I was fortunate how I was. I was never recruited. I just ended up there. Uh, you just showed up. You were like I, Willie Mays Hayes. They just I get off the plane. My dad said you're going to Maryland. I'm like really okay. You know where's that. Yeah, pretty much. You know, is that over the, the frog's neck? Is that or the, over uh, the water? Is it over the water? Yeah, exactly. Well, and there's some schools, it's like they may not even get enough financial aid to cover school, and then the parents have to cover the plus, and the parents can't afford it. 
Like yeah. we have that at Queens here. There's a couple of players that can't afford it. So UDACF had to step in. So yeah. it's like sometimes like people can't even afford that. So I, there, there's a lot more research. I think the families and the players have to do prior than what they're saying. You're going, you're going to a school that's going to pay you $60,000. It costs $60,000 mm-hmm. to go there and you're only going to get 25% of that. And you can't afford to do that. You have to like move on. You know, that's just, I mean, that's the landscape, right? I mean, you can't, you can't try to force yourself into a situation, you know, and obviously, you know, we have helped players, um, you know, at the college level with, with you deserve a chance foundation, but you're right. I mean, there's a lot of research to it and just take out a student loan. Those are working out. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. They're going to get shut down. Hmm. Right. Yeah. No, but so you know, it is, it, 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 there is a, a combination of things that have to happen involving people, right? Mm-hmm. It's involved your coach, that's involved the, the, the recruiter liking you and the fact that it fits your academically and, you know, you have the money to do it. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it, it's crazy. So we tell a lot of kids, go, go to school where if something was to happen or you decided not to play baseball anymore, or you got hurt, that you would stay there and you would finish up instead of bouncing around. I think the portal's a horrible thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, the portal's gotten out of control to begin with, but I think it's a horrible. No, because you go in and you only got one foot in. That's it. Yeah, you don't have to I'll I'll jump anytime. I'll jump anytime I want to. Put me in the portal and, you know, if something happens and maybe I'll go, maybe I won't. Mm -hmm. You know, but, you know, the good part about it is the school has to help you they got to help you go in the portal. Mm-hmm. You can't just decide on your own. Like, you know, I'm going to slide in the back door and I'm in the portal. And if something happens, I'm gone. You know, that's, that's not fair to the university. That's not fair to the, uh, you know, the, that's the not the spirit there. of the portal. The, no. the, the portal was to help players that really did have issues. It's yeah. not, it's not just, Hey, this is a better opportunity. You've, sometimes you got to dig your heels in and, and battle a little bit. On the baseball side, at least, you know, right. hopefully you got the right, you know, you should be picking up the school for the right reason in the first place. Well, so that's, you know, that's, Mitchell Salvino, right? We'll talk about we'll talk a little bit about Mitchell. Um, all Division three, all American academic nerd, That's what nerd. A nerd. But, you know, but there's a kid that did it on both sides, right? Yeah. He did it on both sides. He, he's he's a three nine four at Washington and Lee. That's pretty impressive, yeah. right? And then you go ahead and you hit. That's really good for Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you're doing everything in crayons, yeah. Um, you know, uh, you want to hear something funny? No, no. not here. Nope. Okay. Right, this is serious time. So I, I get this text this morning, right? I, I put out, I put out a, a, a tweet on Mitchell, you know, and, his, and then I put it on Facebook. So, you know, I don't, I don't know all these things and where they go and, you know, what they are. You know, I mean, I, I really knew what WFT meant for a long time. Is that what it is? World Wrestling? No, WTF. Yeah, WTF. <laughs> See, I don't even. I mean, <laughs> it's the wrestlers, right? The wrestlers? I don't know any of that. So, you know, you hashtag stuff, you at things, you know. It's, mm. So, I, you know, I put out the whole thing about, you know, the student athlete, da 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 da. And, you know, we, lo- we joke about 103 because, you know, there's a whole family story on 103. Um, and on the bottom, I put at pride instead of like hashtag pride. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a different hashtag. That's a, that, that wasn't even hashtag, it was an at. Oh, yeah. So it went to the, the, the gay, lesbian, Oh, I thought you meant the soccer team. Okay. No, not the <laughs> So Mitchell texted me this morning. He goes, Hey, I, I really appreciate, you know, the tweet and all that. That was really nice. And I especially, you know, thank you for the at pride. I'm like, hey, okay, whatever. So I'm looking, why did he why would he say what, that? Yeah. You know, so I went, 
boop, there it went. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, okay, so this wasn't, yeah, this so, was the wrong. So linkage. yeah, that was a, that was the wrong thing. But that was, I thought that was that was pretty funny. That's, That's a, a very Jeff Schaefer thing to do. Absolutely right. <laughs> and I sit there and I'm and I go over it and I go over it and I retype it and I go over it. I mean, you know, my tweets take like an hour. Um, tweet. Tweet takes an tweets. Hour. My no, tweet. Your tweet takes yeah. My tweet. A tweet takes yeah, me an hour. Yeah. Good. And that and that went out to him. But you know, kudos to him. All that joking aside, and you know, I mean, to do that in the classroom at that high level, yeah. and to be able to go ahead and train, mm-hmm. you know, because I, we say it all the time. I mean, people don't realize that you know what is involved in being a student athlete. Uh, I mean, he's here all summer, hitting every day. He's hitting, I mean, he's over lifting. the winter week, he, he's he, yeah. I mean, he's gotten he's a much more physical. Yeah physical being than he was coming out of high school so but that's a kid who i mean he went to the he went to a good that's a good place like if he if he broke his knee do you, do you break your knee is that what happens i don't know sure. sure. why not knee. why if not blow out a knee <laughs> if he blew out a knee though he would have he would have finished up his four years at washington and lee yeah. you know he picked the, the right school yeah. that had baseball. academics were priority mm-hmm. um you know for the family and i and for mitchell as well but i mean it very close was it was was a productive baseball career you mm-hmm. know and uh so I'm proud of him. I mean, he put up numbers that he should have been an all-conference guy, and I, I don't think that happened. But it's interesting how the picks went through uh, through that conference, where the top three teams got four, six, seven to four picks. Then the fourth place team, which was Washington Lee, only got two. Then everybody else after that got more than two. Hmm. Right. Interesting. Very interesting. You've got to level the playing field. You have to level I the guess. playing field, but you would think, okay, so there's, you know, what, what is the, what is the deal here? Why would, how could that happen mm-hmm. when you're fourth and fourth overall, but the 11th place team, the 11th place team got more all conference players. Doesn't make sense. Athletic. Doesn't make sense. No Unless logic. Mitchell just carried that much of it. Maybe he should have got both of Washington and Lee's picks. Ah, Doubled up right there. Yeah. I you mean, know, stack it for him. Three, nine, four and hit three fifty six, and you know, Bunch of stolen bases, one error all year. Hmm. Embarrassing. The error cut. The error got him right. Mm. Shot him. It shot him. So, going back to the camps and the showcase events, you play. We play in showcase. We play in tournaments because that's part of your development process. Yeah, you have to baseball. play games. You got to play baseball. You have to play baseball. And if you're putting all your cards in, who's going to be here and who's going to watch me play all the time? Then. You know, you're not in the right place. No, so, just, but if you play, if you play a competitive schedule on a, on, you know, on, you'll on, find on those the, guys. They'll come out. Fits your your skill level, or whatever. You'll you'll run across those guys. Yeah, you'll you'll run across those guys. And then but, and then, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't change the fact that you're going to need to attend some camps. Sure. You know, you are going to need to attend some camps. There's no two ways about it. It's uh, you know, rare is the guy that's not going to have to go to any. So camps the pri- the priority the priority in terms of exposure to me is camps camps are really good for exposure because it's yeah. you one-on-one with the university or in like you mentioned with the richmond one where you get the universities yeah you know you have a few minutes where the the light is just on you yeah you know and that that's that can be important from an individual standpoint but you know you you gotta if you don't play baseball so, games you don't get better at baseball. right so it's so what's good about that camp is that um you're on, you're on one field right you have all these schools so to your point you're going to get the spotlight in front of all these guys, one way or another, mm-hmm. it's your, your moment's going to come to shine defensively and offensively. If you go to a, a, a PG event, right, and you're all jacked up because there are hundreds of scouts there, they're not focusing in 
they don't all get to look at every single player right, that comes right, across. Right. That's right. But point. well, I mean, most of the time, the you know, they're they're watching the game of the player, you know, somebody that, they that they've already identified. Right. They've already identified that right, player that when you're playing those tournaments. And that's how all the tournaments are if there's yeah. multiple fields going on. I mean, you know, you could say, you know, the Red Sox were here at the complex today, but that doesn't mean at all that they saw you. Right. You know, it's it that's why the camp, the individual camps are still a pretty important part. Yeah, I, I remember one player through all that stuff that somebody came out of the woodwork and said, we like him. And that was Kirk when we were down there and Campbell jumped on him. Um, Remember that? Yeah. I had a, I've had a couple down there with the, with the older teams. I've been down there with the older teams the last few years. Uh, You know, it's usually a pitcher. Yeah. uh, You know, made off a couple of years ago. I mean, right right afterwards, I mean, after his game at the complex, I mean, Mm -hmm. I had a couple of schools sitting there, you know, picking my brain on, on what his intentions were and all that kind of stuff. But uh, it's, it's rare and it's, you know, it's usually pitching, you know, yeah. if you, you know, if you're, if you're a position player, try to get on a team that's got decent pitching because those sure. guys tend to bring then, out more yeah. of the recruiters to the games True, because you can count on that guy. You get to watch that guy yeah. do his deal no matter what. So, you know, scouting when, so when I was at Maryland, scouts showed up every game, right. And they, and they showed up before the game and watched everything and, you know, mannerisms and, you know, game prep and, you know, how you went about everything. It's, I don't see – there's not an opportunity for those guys to see – when we go to tournaments, we don't take in and outs. We don't take infield, outfield, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to hope that something happens in the game that opens somebody's eyes. But if you go to the camps and you go to the right camp and you can get enough reps, you have the ability to, you know, to impress somebody. Right. Yeah, so. and, that, and I mean, that, that, uh, the, the pro scouts too, I mean, they do get the – you know, they're not, they're not sticking – you know, they have to worry about the – NCAA and you know blackouts mm-hmm. and missing games and doing all that kind of stuff. So you know when they're playing their high school seasons and they get to go do the in and outs and stuff like that, the pro scouts get to go see all that kind right. of stuff. It's the you know it's the college scouts that they have to show up and you, you have to go do showcase games to do yeah. you know an in and out in front of them. I just I, I get bent over the um, you know you pay to go to a PBR or a PG and you get five ground balls or four throws. Yeah, we give you six. sixteen. Yeah, we, <laughs> you know, we, I mean, you don't, you don't, you don't really get a chance to to do what you're doing, and and then everybody has to stand at short. You know, it's mm-hmm. not some guys don't look good at short; they look better at third, they mm-hmm. look better at second. You know, but you're sticking there at shortstop and expecting them to look like the guy that's going to be a shortstop at the next level, and it doesn't. And I don't think that benefits those people. Right. Yeah. So you have to, you know, you have to. Find I like the I like the format we use where we do the shortstop version of it, so you can see arm strength sure. and stuff like that. Everybody, and then we go to, and then I field. like where you go to strong position. Now yeah. go run through the in and out. I, li- I like that just because it puts everybody in a, in a better context. It does, and they're in there in the context they're more comfortable with. And it gives it gives it gets them a second look on the same day mm-hmm. instead of just one time five ground balls and you know holy cow let's 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 go get let's go get the guy, mm-hmm. but. Um, I don't know. So we start. You start a practice. We start practice. We, you know, we're gonna go to uh, we're gonna go to Big League camp. We take our organization up there. We've done different trips in the past. We used to bus them up to New Jersey, which was fun. Mm-hmm. Did you think that really was all that beneficial? Other I, than I, it was a good, it was it, a good bonding it, it thing. Good. We I got mean, up we, there. We got some. Uh, we had some players that get looked at, and that, that event drew really well, especially with yeah. the, you know Northeast schools for, for our high guys. It was good. It was. It's just you know. If, getting into the the pandemic and everything right. like that, you know, the, you know, that, that obviously curbed that to start with and finding big league camp here along the way, you know, it changed it a little bit. I, I don't mm-hmm. think it's something that we, I think there's a chance we go back and, you know, we, 
every couple of years so, maybe we redo it, but uh, it's it is a long week, man. Oh man, it, it is. is a long. It is. I'll tell you what, though, my boys got some education on those trips. They wow. were young, man. We took them whatever, and they're like sitting in on card games and pizza parties, and <laughs> yeah, and they, we weren't in the room with them. You know, Belcher was one of them. Yeah. Oh, you know. he was babysitting. Baby, so Belcher's babysitting your kid. I want to uh, like I we, I want to do that again mm-hmm. in the organization, but I want to do I want to do a, a a bus junket with our organization through the Carolinas, mm-hmm. you know, and put us in different pockets around the state. So do a circle, you know, and go okay, one here, South Carolina. So they the exposure is regional as opposed it's regional to- and it's financially fitting for most people because when we go north and you see all these high academic schools and obviously schools up north are a lot more, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, you know, on the average, a lot more money. Than- but just thinking about, I mean, you know, I mean, there was benefits. You know, you see Belcher, you see Cormac sure. Terry, you see, um, yep, uh, the, the, um, Bailey, Bailey Lewis. Yeah. I mean, those guys yeah. were all seen at that. Yeah. You know, via that. You talked three guys that went to Catholic. Yep. So we stopped there. Yeah. And that's why we stopped there. We went three guys that went to Catholic <laughs> University. Catholic University is having. A, they had a great year. Mm-hmm. Owen Cops ended up at yeah. Tufts. Yeah. They saw him up there at a at a at Diamond Nation. So right. I mean, we we had some success going up there, yeah. but it's a, it's a long it's a long week to have that many high On school the kids. With those kids. Dude, it's crazy. It's funny because you start the bus trip off, and nobody's really talking to each other because you get you know diff- some different age groups, and nobody's really talking to anybody. And uh, then halfway through the trip, everybody's kumbaya. And then by the time we get on the bus and head home after the last stop, everybody's passed out. Everybody's passed God. out, and the bus stinks. Oh, brutal. It's brutal, but those, yeah, those, those were fun trips, but those, those are the things that you want to do with an organization. That's another thing that people have to look at, you know, what does the organization do for you? Mm-hmm. You know, just because you put on, you see, I, I see these, you know, these branded organizations all over the place. Right. And I'm, my, my first thought is like, okay, what is the guy that's running that team doing for you? Like we run our teams, mm-hmm. right? We run our well, organization. But those, I mean, it, it's really there's some great coaches sure. that have those brands on them. Yep. That doesn't mean your coach is great. That doesn't mean, right. you know, half the time you run across a, a couple of the organizations, you know, you got to go through game changer to figure out which one it is like, sure. okay, which one is this? And then yeah. like, Oh, this team, you know, they're like a double a team. They're, they're not very good, but it's got the yeah. same brand on it. It's like, well, what's, how is it? What's the, it's, you know, it goes back to the whole, we talked about the ego with coaches and stuff like that. There's, there's egos and it's more, sometimes it's more ego to the parents than it is to the player. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah, my kid plays with this organization. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he plays it's water with cooler talk. Water cooler talk. It stuff. is. And I, I, I always get a kick out of the the parent that shows up at a game like duded out. Like I was that guy last night, actually. Yeah, you are right I now. Know, I have my shirt on. You're my like hat. A I fan never, boy. I, I was a fanboy. <laughs> I never dress like that. Never. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna go. You know, these guys are pushing something that you know nobody really expected, and I'm gonna go. Uh, uh, but maybe in the back of my mind, because I had great, great, great pens, like they would ask me to come out and play an inning or something. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> another sure. comeback. One of those yeah. weird dreams. Uh, yeah. Well, like, uh, oh, I couldn't uh, find my socks. Another, or I was going like, to play I'm, in a big I'm, league I'm game. over here. I'm over here. It's like I used to do it when I was with Seattle and Jimmy Lefeu was the manager. Every time a, a move had to be made, he'd look down the end of the bench and I'd go like this. And he'd go, back up, back up, back up. <laughs> I'm looking at the real players. <laughs> yeah. I need somebody who's going to help the club, man. <laughs> not you. Not, not you. Um, so I, I – I like I like I like this part of what we do, right? I like being with the teams. I like traveling and stuff like that. I like going. I like the competition. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's what we were built on. We grew up competing, so that's that's the only place that, as far as old men, you know. Now that I'm, I'm getting better at golf, it's the competition. I'm taking him on. I'm going to crush this dude at yeah. some point. And nope. yeah, I'm telling you, yeah, we're going to have. A party. I, I told him I play five times a year, and I still whoop we're going to have a party. We're going to have a party, but you know, 
I, that part of that part is enjoyable being in the dugout with the kids, you know, listening to, you know, it keeps you young. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see, you hear all these, these crazy things going on and how they, you know, it's, I, I got something to add on to that. All right. The complex has made that awesome because we, we get to play a fair amount of games right here in right. town. Right. You know, you, when we first started doing this, it was, we were always going somewhere. We were always going yeah. somewhere. It's been so like, it's been so great to be able to be in town for part of the summer. I know. That's, that's really made it like, it's less stressful. It's less, you know, you're not sitting there like at the end of July going like, Oh God, I got to go. I know. Another, like, yeah, another I trip. So we, we, you know, we take, we take two, two long trips. We mm-hmm. do the PBR and we do the, the, the black bear and the black bears. And it's just right there. If you want to drive home, yeah. you can drive home, you know, go down to PBR, but I'm listening. I don't know where I was at, but there was a younger group and like, Oh man, we were down in Florida. Oh, we just, yeah, we're going to Texas next. We're going like, really? You know, that's, that, that's the gig, but it, it works for people. Right. I mean, it, it, I was it, looking at, I, it, so our team went down to my greatest team went down to Florida last year. And for the five nights, six days or whatever it was, um, staying in, you had to get houses. They didn't right. have any hotels left or anything like that, but it was about $50,000 for the team. Families, everything. If you, yeah, just, if you, if you threw it all in travel, like the parents, and, you take, you take the, the food, you take the, right. the lodging. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 you know, it's like $1,500 to be in the tournament. And at, at that point, you're like, well, that's nothing. Like, look at everything else sure. you spend money on. But, you know, you go play in a, an event in Greensboro this weekend and the event is 400 bucks, whatever right. it is. It costs $225 a night for the hotel room. I know. So if you stay two nights, you know, you're, you're individually family, family wise, you're spending $450 to go to Greensboro for a kids tournament. So why don't why, why, why can't we attract more, more of the better organizations here to play here? What's, what's, you know, is it, because they don't want to be around it and see what we have? Or is it just that everybody thinks that you got to go all these different places? Because when we go, when we travel like that, we'll run into half the teams that we play against or they're from Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's real. It's, isn't it super fun to go down to Atlanta and then run into the South Charlotte Panthers your or first on game deck or, or, or yeah, yeah, you know, it's like, that's like, on. here we go. Mega stars. I played yeah. the mega stars at, at, yeah. uh, at, at world wood bat. Um, Part of it is the the tournament, the tournament bodies. You know, you get the PG and U Triple S A in this area, yeah. and you get the points for getting in the events, and you get to for qualify. Yeah, points. you get to qualify for things like that. Right. Uh, so, I mean, to me, it's they they conditioned and they can they got kind of conditioned earlier. It's brilliant. Listen, yeah. the, the the business. I'm amazed. I'm, I, and I've, I've told Jeff Petty this. I've told Andrew uh, Andy Burris this. You know, you look at PG, which is the Walmart of our industry, right? It just trumps everybody. It takes every little mom and pop Amazon. like us. It's the Amazon. It's the Amazon now, right? It's the Amazon. Um, but you know, it, it, you know, it, 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 you know, we're, we're mom and pop in terms of, you know, the, the level boutique terms. boutique. That's better. You don't like mom and pop that's boutique. That, that's ma. Chic. that's hey, ma. <laughs> yeah. So, but just, just, a, you know, we, and we keep trying to, to, to build something here, mm-hmm. you know, and it, 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 maybe we need more fields, maybe we need, you know, whatever, but. It, it does. It never makes sense to me because all these recruiters have to go down to Georgia anyway to see these kids up here. You know, they're going to go see the same kids. We can stay right here, cost effective. You know, we tr- and we try to do that. We we try. You know, we've always been conscious of minimizing the expenses of the families. And then obviously we have families that you know it doesn't matter. We can go to Europe and play, and they're going to you know they're going to do that. You know, but we've got families that can't afford to go down the road and spend four hundred dollars. For, you know, yeah, yeah, for to be in Greenville and stuff like that. So I was, you know, it was pretty cool because I did, we did the math. This is kind of a squirrel thing in a way, but we're close to a million dollars in scholarship from UDACF. Million dollars in scholarship, million uh, um, equipment, um, you know, just 
you know, support family support funerals, da, da, da. I bring that up all the time. I hate to bring that up, but I do, but you know, just things like that. When you mm-hmm. go back and look at it in, in, in almost nine years, that's I'm, pretty, that's pretty cool, that's man. Pretty hefty. That's and it's pretty, just quiet too. It's just, it's it just is. quiet. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if that's a squirrel. That's like a raccoon. That's a big, that's a big animal. Right? One of those ones that's out here. That's a big yeah. animal, right? Yeah. We got three raccoons out here that live out here, by the way. Well, if somebody ought to empty the trash. I think they'd still be here. Are they diamond rats? You think so? Uh, <laughs> diamond, diamond coons. Yeah. Diamond coons, a whole uh, new name. Yeah. Right. Oh, good deal. Yeah. But so UDACF, you know, has done a good job. We do, we're do. we doing the all-star game. Free? Free. All UDACF and architect sports. Let me tell you, I want to say this about architect sports. Um, I, I knew architect sports was before I knew you, man. I met, I met Alan. Alan, you know, rehabbing yeah. when I was still playing. Wow. So Alan, Alan, uh, Alan Tyson was a trainer when I was, um, when I was, uh, with the Charlotte Knights. So I've known, I've known, I've known Alan forever, but I, I don't know how many times I've put my boys there, but Dylan, obviously Dylan's banged up. He's like, you know, he's a car wreck. Architect sports has made a million dollars off no, the Schaefer yeah, family. It's, it's, <laughs> my, my, it's like, Hey, do you have my car? We got your card on file. You're good. You get, you know, you know, you card, get, your credit card. Is it like the coffee where like the 10th visit, they get a free one? Or? No, unfortunately, <laughs> no, but no, but they've been, they, so I guess, yes, in a way, because they sponsored the, the yeah. sponsoring the all-star game. So they've, they've, they've always uh, participated with our, uh, our home plate gala. They're huge, but so Dylan took a, a, a knee to the thigh the other night and it was, it was a violent collision. You were there, Andrew, were you there? Yeah. And, I mean, there. I, I haven't ran literally ran in well, two years because of my knee. That, that was like a hobble. But I was—I thought I was moving because I could feel the, the the wind going through my hair. Like, wow! Like, you know. no, <laughs> your boobs jumping up and yeah. down at Pride. <laughs> Gorgeous, beautiful. So he woke up the next morning and his leg was swollen. You know, I mean, he was—I didn't know that he was going to play in, in two days. But we sent him two days. They got him on the field last night. Good game. He went back today. They're amazing. I mean, they really are. They're 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 great. And the other person is is Allie Faber, that the stretch lady. She's we've had players over there at Fort Mill now that are that are going to her and the suction cup stuff. Like Dylan, come home with like hickeys all over his body, and it's oh, I went to the stretch lady. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. But you know, I mean, that has been amazing. It, you know, these these athletes are different than we were coming through. I mean, mm-hmm. they train different. They're bigger. They're stronger. They're wound up tighter. They're hurt more. So, you know, you need those, you need those options. Those people have been, they have been phenomenal in terms of keeping my boys on the field. Um, but, you know, your boys haven't gotten there yet. Now, my boys are going to miss the Hayes, field because they Hayes, got like. Hayes is going to be beat the scrap. crap, man. He's going to, he's, that boy's going to have scabs all over him. Oh, he made a great play at first base this week. Did he? A shot down the line and he went and laid out, laid out, I mean, parallel to the ground, snags it on the line. Race to the bag. Girl, First like pitcher, force pitcher, pitcher wasn't covering, yeah. so raced over, made a just. It was an awesome play, awesome play. But yeah, seen, he's going to be have beat you up. Seen him play yet? Have you seen his boys play? Yeah, I was actually watching yesterday at practice. It's it, it's yeah. pretty interesting to watch how they uh, they carry themselves on the field. Hayes Hayes has got a swagger to him that's kind of. He's a cool dude, man. He's a lefty lefty, no doubt. Yes, and Grady is just kind of. Nerd job to do, man. Job to do. Got to do a job. Got to He's do a, a nerd. Job. Yeah. In a, in a good way. In a good, in, in, in a good way. But so that team, that team's, you know, there's some talent on that team at that yeah, level. But you've done a really good, good, good job players. as far as like they're advanced mm-hmm. in terms of how the game's played. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing that you see. I saw a 9U Canes tryout advertisement the other day. A 9U tryout for Canes, right? Well, there's 7U teams. <laughs> yeah. 
dirtbag teams. Got to be kidding me. No, I swear. They're in like machine pitch and stuff like that. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know, right? So I, I'll tell you, if I'm Jeff Petty or I'm Andy Burwood, I'm sitting at home going, thank you, God. Yes. You know, because he's getting a piece of every single kid. Good yes, for you. Indeed. Good for you, Jeff. Good for you, Andy. You know, you you know, it's uh, but it but it amazes me that that's where it goes because all these kids are jumping because of the brand, mm-hmm. right? Not because necessarily, well, yeah. But then you're gonna put all these dude kids together on one team. Well, here's what happens: you end up what what ends up happening is the shortstop, the shortstop at the rec leagues, dad, right. who, who's invested, yeah. does everything, gets tired of the rec league, right? And so he pulls that team essentially out of the rec league. You know what I'm saying? Right. He goes and he's like, okay, I'm gonna do my own team, and then they look for somebody to put their name on the jersey yeah. and and these you know the ones that they've seen all the time are canes and dirt sure and, you know, different things like that so they they jump on board with that so go buy five uniforms oh yeah man i tell you what dirtbags organization is a good organization right their uniforms are awful oh they're ugly that what had a deal ugly. with them? that had it's ugly what but i think, but they think that's the part of their thing it's ugly it's like intent they're like yeah, okay, it's, it's part of their part that they like they're buying into the joke they're like okay yeah. that's fine yeah. we got purple with Camouflage a, with a, with a dirt bags. Why would you have something nice? Yeah, Why would you buy right. something from you're the right. boutique? It's like, yeah, it looks shit. It yeah, they're just, I, every time I see one, I'm like, the wow, is, that is uglier is. than the one I saw yeah. last time. And, uh, they, and they keep going down. They're so, yeah. maybe they are in on a joke, I guess. Did you see that guy? Did you see that guy in, uh, I think it was down, it was down 521 towards uh, South Carolina. I don't know if it was in South Carolina, maybe just past like that Hardwick County. Where the edible store is at? 321. Three, is it 321? <laughs> 321 is on there, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a, a restaurant that had, you know, they have their their shelves like to go places, and they had the they had the bags of food for the Uber drive, not Uber Eats and yeah. DoorDash and all this. They come in and they, you know that you look at the ticket and then they yep. pick it up and go. This dude went and just grabbed several bags and was caught walking out with a dirt bag sweatshirt on. That's outstanding. <laughs> just he had like he had like a hundred dollars worth of food. He just grabbed off the shelf and walked out with with the dirt bags. <laughs> he had a dirt bag so I got I got I got one of those. I had one of those. I pulled up. I pulled off eighty five. This had to be six, seven years ago. Maybe I, I forget. We might have even been in the first building. Could have been longer than that. I pull off eighty five onto Sugar Creek because I have to get gas, and I, you know, I usually don't stop at you know at that exit. One of the guys with a sign side of the road. You know, I'll work for food. God bless. Help me. Help me. CBC. Yeah, I've I've seen it before. I don't. And, I probably wasn't the same guy. And I got CB stickers all over my truck, you know, because they had the white truck. Remember with the baseball yeah, on it? Yeah, all that? yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh man. I saw. I was getting off a of 77 at Tyvola or yeah. Triumph, one of the T's, one of the T's, where there's a Shell station and a McDonald's or something right there. But I'm getting off. There's a CB a guy with the CBC sweatshirt. That's outstanding. <laughs> That's this is probably this what happens ago. when you get cut from here. Oh yeah, well everything <laughs> goes to Goodwill or it whatever. Does, it does. Or it got just it just got too small. It just got too small. Yeah, every, everything right. did go to Goodwill. We did a lot. I did a lot of that. So I I never understood why the uh, when we had the screen printing embroidery company the why the W it was the WWF then the shirts that either we misprinted or they changed the uh, the storyline that they wanted us to burn like crush them throw them away like why man I mean you could take them you know. Because they show up on the corner, <laughs> they they show up there. And uh, but what else, Andrew? We got so the All Star Game. Let's talk about that real quick. I know we're getting close to the hour, but um, June seventh, June seventh, June seventh. Okay, we we are building the rosters, and and it's mm-hmm. it's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's pretty impressive, and we have kids. So it's it's like talking about the the camp. We have kids on the All Star roster that are Power Five kids. And we have Division three players on there. You know, we got good baseball players in there on the top level. We got very, very few commits 
on the 2024s, 2025s, but that's intentional. Well, I know? mean, that's just the way, it, you know, right. that's the, that's kind of the natural progress there. Yeah. So, but we're bringing in kids on that age level that are to be seen. Mm-hmm. Definitely players that are to be seen. Um, so that, that'll be, that'll be a, that's going to be a fun day. I'm excited about it. Um, I stress over it. So John's working with Zach now. Now I stress so, You know, over John's it. comment was, what did I do to deserve that? <laughs> yeah, he's good. He's good. Yeah. He's good. John's coach. The there. problem is when we get on a, a call and I'm like, Shafe, and both of them are like, what? <laughs> I mean, Jeff. Yeah. We got to work on uh, that. He's got it. And he, but he signs everything Zachary. I'm like, Zach, nobody, you're Zach. You're yeah. not Zachary, man. No, Stop it. You are, you are that guy. So he's right. He'll, he'll, he'll do well with it. He, he's into it. He did that spreadsheet that helped. He yeah. took that upon himself last night to go about it. It's so, so intuitive for kids that, you know, for kids that is. age, it's so, it it's so easy for them to get in there and, and they're not deathly afraid of technology. Right. I mean, I get in there and I'm like, if I hit that, does everything go away? Oh, how many times does that happen to me? Well, like if everything I t- goes away. If, on if I told Jeff, Hey, copy row like 57, put it to a different tab. He'll be like, he'll just tell me to do it. I will. Even do it. I'm the Did boss. You just laugh. No, I'm the ha! boss. <laughs> no chance. I'm the boss. So right now, uh, that you know, that's that's the scenario. I, I just, I am. It's not that I'm afraid of it. Like I, my ADD is just horrible when I when I get going because your ADD gets hor- your ADD gets horrible when you don't want to do something. I've noticed that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've played that well. Started out with a lawnmower in my house when I was like 18, 17. Hey, John, handle the All-Star game. I'll give you a cat. Yeah. I'll get you a cat. <laughs> oh, great. Hey, I've always been willing to pay. That's how I go about it. Like, if I don't want to do it, I'll pay for it. No, but yeah, so the All-Star game is going to be it's gonna be fun. It's here. The, uh, the upper class, the 22s and the 23s will play in the morning. Um, we will go through an, through an extensive in and out. So, you know, there'll be, it's not just like, Hey, let's show and go. It's a good round of BP. Then we'll reboot the field and do that whole scenario. It'll again. be like a, it'll be like a, a pro game, like a pro game. Like a pro yeah. game. That's what, that's, that's a good way. That's a good way to put it. So the, the kids that are in, thank you. You yeah. know, the people that have nominated players, thank you. We can't pick everybody. We wish we could. Um, you know, we haven't even really spread our wings out past, you know, our, our radius here. Yeah, I mean, we're we've, probably, everything's within about 60 miles. Yeah, and, I've, you know, the South Carolina side, I've tried to stay as best I could along the, uh, right along the border. You know, the NAFOs, the uh, Catawba Ridge, Fort Mill, York, um, Clover. You know, we got a couple kids from some different places down south of Columbia area. But overall, just trying to keep it, you know, keep it tight so people can get here to see them. You know, mm-hmm. so maybe other family members can get here and see him. So as we go forward, you know, next year and try to make this an, an annual thing, we probably should just kind of pick an area and just jump in it. Yeah. You know, so we can. Well, fine. You know, the part of that going, you know, same thing I was talking about with the college guys, just finding somebody yeah. you can trust in that area who's got some people he, right. can, he can nominate. Yeah. So it's fun. I'm seeing good players, you know, because of the playoffs, you know, getting deep into players. You're starting to see the kids that, you know, you understand why schools of, you know, certain guys are dominant and, all right, Andrew, anything else, man? We yeah, got, uh, good. we good? We are good. All right. Well, we appreciate it. Another day of uh, the Schaefer Baseball Report, and we'll do this either Wednesday or Friday next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Appreciate everybody hanging in with us. Peace out.